0: Welcome back, quick brain, your question for today, the topic of today, we're going to talk about sleep fixes. And this ranges from I want to know about jet lag, I want to know about a snoring partner, what to do there. I want to know about sleep apnea and uh and so this is if you have any challenges with your sleep and i know we've done uh, different episodes in the past or you know somebody who has challenges with their sleep this is a must listen and a must share and i'm I'm excited to have on the show dr Jay corsandy of uh snore experts yep and uh, you you are this is remarkable because sleep is one of the most important life hacks Around And not only, you know, your expertise during your your day job, dealing with people like things like snoring, things like sleep apnea, which I imagine a lot of people struggle with and don't even realize. And so maybe we could talk a little bit about that um, and how that interrupts sleep. Um, But that's your day job. But then also when you're not there, you're just like this, you know, mover, shaker, biohacker that you're always looking like, how how do you, you know, fix this? And so I'm, I'm excited for this conversation. So thanks for coming on the show.
1: Thanks, Jim, for having me. I'm
0: super excited to be here. Let's talk about jet lag first, and then we'll get into the sleep because um, I feel like a lot of people, when they're traveling, or know somebody that, or somebody on their team travels, or the family travels, what are what are some of the considerations there?
1: So jet lag is basically is an interesting one because what we're doing is we're kind of shifting our circadian rhythm by force, right? And as we travel over time zones, things are changing. So we want to be cognizant of what's happening and then how we can. Mitigate that, right? So let's say you're going from LA to London, right? So you got to start to think, you know, what do you need to do to arrive where you're headed to, be able to go to sleep and then wake up the next day as if you've been there for weeks. Mm. So some of the things that I do for for this kind of jet lag hacking is basically uh, mitigate light, so control the light. So if you're uh, flying on a plane and it's daytime where you took off from, it's still daytime for a while until the sun goes down. So uh, when the sun is starting to go down uh, from your original point of departure, that's when I start wearing, you know, these blue blocking glasses, whether they're yellow tint or full red tint, and then realizing that I need to go to sleep because that's when my circadian rhythm is currently set at. So if you're able to do that, get the glasses on, I go full biohacker gangster style with a with a hoodie um, baseball cap red glasses people start looking at me freaking out what the hell is this guy doing but hey it gets the job done right so if you're able to sleep on a flight typically on a eastbound flight uh, it's and if it's a long haul eastbound flight it's probably going to be an overnight or at some point it's going to be nighttime Uh, so I'll try to get in as much sleep on the flight as possible once I arrive somewhere um, I'm going to try and function as if, I've, as much as possible as if the time there, right? So get there. If it's at night, I'm going to try and get to sleep. Um, melatonin is going to be a big one at that point. I typically don't use melatonin, don't recommend it, except for circadian rhythm resets. Then I'll hit melatonin pretty hard. I, I, I use the Quicksilver Scientific uh, 4 milligrams for me and try and get to sleep. Now, if I land and it's daytime, I'm going to do whatever I can to stay awake, whether it's coffee, bulletproof coffee. One of the other things I'm going to do is ground. I'm going to get out off the plane, get onto some grass, preferably ocean, beach, and get rid of the positivity, uh, the positive kind of exposure that I've gotten through the flight. Because, you know, you got to think about it, um, sitting in a... Metal tube at 35,000 feet, you're getting ionizing radiation. It's not a natural environment. So, you want to connect back as fast as possible, uh, get that kind of earthing, grounding the, the, the negative ion. So, if you're able to do that, uh, ground when you land, uh, stay awake, maybe a quick little light exercise. And then, uh, when it's time to sleep, melatonin. That's going to be a quick hack. Generally, get to sleep, uh, make sure it's a dark room. Eye mask if you need to, if you're going to be at a hotel or something like that, try and mitigate as much of that as possible. And uh, should be good for the next day.
0: Mm. And then, what do you do? Let's talk about sleep. What do, What are the um, your patients that visit you? What mm. What are the big presenting issues?
1: So, so for me, the the my patients, you know, uh, my practice is called Snore Experts. It's in Los Angeles. I treat patients for snoring and sleep apnea. This is things called sleep disorder breathing. Generally, the main thing is going to be obstructive sleep apnea. So, these are patients that are coming in that are either snoring off the charts and uh, they're either disturbing others. Typically, it's an angry wife or bed partner, uh, or or they're they're destroying and disturbing themselves. I mean, they're they're wrecking their sleep. They're coming in. They're exhausted. They're angry. They're depressed. They've gained weight. Their blood pressure's up. Uh, type two diabetic. Neurocognitive decline. I know. Obviously, your show is, is brain focused, and I can't tell you how many patients come in and say, "I've got brain fog. I'm lacking clarity. I feel hungover," and uh, this is all from poor sleep performance. So what we do is we do what's called a home sleep study. I mean, there's ways of diff- there's different ways of doing studies, but we do a take-home one. They wear that at night. It monitors their sleep. And it's so all,
0: somebody here could, if they're having trouble with their, their sleep, they could go see somebody if they're not in Los Angeles. Yeah. I mean, obviously, they could see you, but if they're...
1: If they're a- like, anywhere. I mean, if you feel like some of these symptoms are affecting you uh, and, and who doesn't want better sleep and more energy right Um, now you and if you are snoring that's that's a gateway towards poor sleep Uh, you know about 100 million people in the U.S. snore and about 40 percent of them have sleep apnea what causes it so what's causing this this problem is as we go to sleep at night our bodies relax right and our muscles relax and we have a big muscle in our head called the tongue and it's bent at kind of a 90 degree angle so As we sleep and the muscles relax, that tongue relaxes, it starts to creep towards the back of your throat, especially if you're on your back. That's why we always get the elbows and knees from the partners to say, roll over to your side. So as that falls back and you're breathing and air passes between the tongue and the back of the throat, those tissues vibrate. That's what's causing snoring. And then if it falls all the way back, that's when you get apnea. That's when you stop breathing. Technically you're choking and oxygen levels go down. It disrupts all the, circ- all the stages of sleep, REM sleep, deep sleep, and then you're going to have an arousal where you're going to not necessarily wake up and, and, and be aware. Sometimes you can wake up. It can be dramatic like those YouTube videos or it can be just basically your brain gets kn- knocked out of those sequences of stages of sleep and then your sleep performance declines. You're in a lot more lighter sleep and then you pay the price the next day.
0: So what's the what would the solution be if, if somebody is uh, snoring or um, let me—they do an at-home sleep study. Yeah. What are some of the what are some of the fixes?
1: So some of the tra- the traditional fix is what's called a CPAP machine, which you mentioned as well. It's basically a box, a hose, and a mask. And what it's doing is it's giving you pressurized air. And what that air is doing is it's keeping the airway open and tissues apart, and it's helping you breathe at night. Mm-hmm. They're game changers. They're a lot better than they used to be. Yes, there's a there's a stigma with them, um, but. Uh, the ones that, that we use and that I have, my patients, I mean, I can't tell you. I'd say most of my patients, it's crazy because we're about the same age. And most of my patients are guys of late 30s to early 50s, mostly 40s. And, and, and this is what I call menopause. I mean, literally, we, guys turn 40, you know, testosterone levels start to go down there's typically uh you know wife there's kids there's um job stress all these things are happening and then your sleep starts to take a, a hit and then they're coming in and they're just like i can't perform at work you know i'm, I'm exhausted i fall asleep you know in my car uh so so back to the, the treatments yes the CPAP machine is one they're a lot better than they have been in fact these guys and girls and women and men that i put them on this machine they come back and go oh my god now I've got energy like I haven't had, my brain's functioning again. Uh, I'm able to kill it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a dental device that we can make as well for patients that you can wear in your mouth. It's all about controlling the airway. And if we can open up the back of the throat, things go air flows, you you do much better. So the dental device helps open up the back of the throat by moving the tongue and the jaw a little forward. Uh, There's a laser treatment that we could do to help kind of focus laser energy towards the back of the throat to tighten up the tissues and open up that airway again. It's about airway management. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, so there are options. There's, there's options. I mean, people always think, you know, CPAP,
0: CPAP, CPAP, but there's a lot of different ways to do this. Okay. And then just, so you recommend going back to sleep positions that people are sleeping on their side then?
1: So what happens is there's, there's different ways. Yeah. I mean, sleeping on your side is always going to be better than sleeping on your back. Um, but some patients, it doesn't matter what position they're in, belly, side, back, upside down, they're, they're going to have non-positional sleep mm-hmm. apnea or snoring. But uh, anytime you see this or witness this, whether it's for yourself or, or a partner that you see, you know, struggling with this, yes, you should go and, and make an appointment with your primary care or a sleep physician um, or even a dentist these days too. And, and and let them know, hey, you know, something's up. And, and you know, it goes back to kind of like we've talked about before with you is it it's it's a process of deduction because mm-hmm. you could be optimized in your nutrition, in your exercise, and you're still not performing well. Well, then there's only a certain number of things that are still left that can help you, uh, right?
0: And sleep is probably the biggest. So we've talked about jet lag, we've talked about snoring, we've talked about sleep apnea. What about your nighttime ritual? What is what is the your evening? What does your evening look like as you're as you're winding down? Some of the techniques or the tools or the 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 habits yeah one of
1: my favorite things is my my nighttime ritual and 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 i always tell people and my listeners on my podcast as well too that you want to kind of structure your day as a funnel where you're you know your best mornings are going to start the night before and your best nights are going to start that morning of so if you want a good night what you're going to want to do is once you wake up is stay away from your phone i always put on airplane mode uh the night before but even in the morning you know don't fire that thing up, start getting text messages and Instagram and Facebook and all this, you know, negativity and, and people's mm. what, what they need from you. Right. So you always,
0: always limit the input. Yes. Yeah, I find that the first hour of the day, I'm, I'm thinking about more creative vision, um, inside out as opposed to putting input in.
1: Right. Right. So, Try and focus on yourself. I do some meditation. I'll go get some some sun exposure. If I can get a sunrise in the morning, that's the best time. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens is you get these infrared and, and red rays from the sun in early sunrise that activates your pineal gland and builds up melatonin reserves in the morning. And then that is released at night. So how long about 20 minutes,
0: 15, 20 minutes. you just staring towards the sun. I mean,
1: you're not going to like stare right at the sun, but you're going to expose as much of your body and skin as possible. And then, you know, enjoy the sunrise. So, so that's kind of my big morning thing. And then what will happen throughout the day is make sure I do some movement, eat the proper foods. You've covered these in all of your, your 10 tips as well. And, and by nighttime, as the sun's starting to go down, I start paying attention to, okay, this is time to start winding down. Um, don't want to eat too late you I, I try to time my dinner right around sunset not too much later because uh, if you have food in your stomach and, and you're digesting you're blocking the release of melatonin if insulin's being released let's say so control the diet stop eating around sunset watch your light mitigate the light we've talked about blue light and light exposure uh, all my bulbs in my house you got to come over and check this out they're all red so at night well at night i switch all my bulbs i have different lights on different switches they, they all turn red it looks kind of like a, <laughs> either, either, either a tourist zone or a, a submarine or nuclear reactor it's crazy but uh, red light around at night is great uh, avoid the cell phones ipads tvs uh, you know, stop eating, stop drinking coffee by two o'clock. If you're into coffee, I, obviously, I like my bulletproof coffee in the morning, but that's about it. And, um, focus on, on winding down about an hour before sleep, get off all the electronics. I grab a book these days. I've been inspired by you to read more. So I'll have red lights on in my room. I'll read a book and, and I'll focus on, uh, just, you know, cruising to sleep, hang out with my kids, get some oxytocin and some love and off we go. Amazing. What about temperature? All right, so that's another one too as well make sure the room is is dark with back to the light thing you know i have blackout shades as well too And temperature you know right it's in the summertime right now so it's been hot uh so typically i'll have the ac uh, a little bit cooler, you know, 68 degrees is kind of the, the optimal temperature or, or below. Sometimes that's a little difficult or expensive. Uh, what I also have is, is a bed cooling system as well, too, that it will actually uh, directly cool my sheets and mattress. So I'm able to kind of get a, low, a little bit lower body temperature. You can take a cold shower as well at night or in the morning as well, too. Uh, some people like to take a warm, hot bath. And then what that does is causes vasodilation which is the opening of the blood vessels, which helps you kind of expel more heat and lower the body temperature. I don't know, one trick if you're aware of, the human body will not go to sleep if your hands and your feet are not the same temperature as your core. So if you tend to get cold feet or cold hands at night, consider wearing socks or gloves or something like that because you need to have a, a stable body temperature and then it can start to drop as we fall asleep. So cold hands, cold feet, you won't fall asleep.
0: That's amazing, Jay. (laughs) Incredible. You just listed like so many tips in, in this one episode. So it's really jam packed. How do people stay, um, how do people stay in touch with you if they'd they, a point they would like to go deeper?
1: So, I mean, if you're in the L.A. area, my, my practice is called Snore Experts. Uh, my daytime job, like you mentioned, is snoring and sleep apnea. My nighttime thing is, is kind of sleep biohacking. And if, if your listeners are, are into this whole biohacking world, I mean, it's, it's where I go into all the nitty gritty of all the different routines i do you know posts and facebook live instagram lives and facebook lives and, and get into all the different supplements and routines and technologies and meditations uh so you can find out more about that on my instagram it's called sleep biohacker uh my office is called snore experts so yeah
0: amazing Dr. K, thank you so much. I, I want to encourage everybody to uh, take this information. And remember, it's not it's not power unless you use it. You, you need one thing to know what to do. It's another thing to do what you know because this, while this conversation is very common sense, it's not always common practice, but you got to maximize. You're, you Without, so you could do everything right. You could eat the best food. You don't you know the best speed reading techniques, everything. But if you don't, if you don't, get the sleep that you desire and that you deserve nothing is going to really function really well yeah I, you're
1: exactly right and i forgot to mention one more thing too if people do want to take this to the next level as well with me you can also reach out uh, to my podcast it's called best night ever which you've been a guest on as well too so um that's where i also go deep in w- with experts you know I, I know what i know but there's so much that i don't know and i like to have people on there as well that will help me dive deeper into how to get
0: a best night ever so <laughs> that's you're, the best ever I love it. Take, take a screenshot of this episode. Uh, tag Jay and uh, and tag myself. I'll put all the information in the show notes at jimquick.com forward slash notes as well as links uh, to Snore Experts, to Jay's podcast, uh, and all his, and his social media also as well. And when you post this, remember, share what you learned uh, because when you teach something, you get to learn it twice. So what's one thing that you learned and that you're going to apply uh, tonight, I mean, is it going to be the when the sun when the sun goes down and you're going to start eating around that time? Are you going to go out and, and do the the blackout curtains? Are you going to go get some some of the red bulbs or blue uh, blocking glasses? Uh, are you going to take a warm bath? I, I like to put like a little Epsom salt, some magnesium in there mm-hmm. also as well. Are you going to you know maybe you have cold cold feet or cold hands? Are you going to be able to to be able to, to cover them up so that you could get them closer to more of your, your core temperature. There's so much information here, but it's not, it doesn't support you unless you do it. So that's really the, the message of this show. So uh, Dr. K, thank you so much for being on and yeah. uh, thank you for the amazing work that you do.
1: Jim, thank you for having me on, it's a pleasure.
0: Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new quick brain accelerator program you will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Or simply text the word podcast to 916-822-7246 and we'll send you a direct link. That's 916-82-BRAIN. And finally, the T stands for teach. You want to learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag QuickBrain, K-W-I-K Brain. Mine is at JimQuick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, what does FAST stand for? Facebook. Apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter.